Welcome to the Strategy with Jason podcast. Tune in for everything you need to know to stay in the know regarding the automotive industry. Here's your host, Jason Harris. Hey, 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 what's going on, Podcast Nation? It is Jason Harris here, and thank you for joining me on another episode of The Drive, Las Vegas edition. I am here with the one, the only, the oh-so-famous Mr. Russell Hill. Please, thank you so much, Jason. On, man? Oh, man, I'm awesome, <laughs> brother. Beautiful day, we're in Vegas. And you know that old uh, adage that what, what, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas? Trust me, it doesn't. It doesn't. Well, no. it's being recorded yeah, right here, now. There so you actually, go, right? It can't be. Perfect. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Hey, for everybody that's uh, listening, watching right now, Russell, and you know, maybe don't know who you are and how you got <laughs> started in the business, I always like to kick off these podcasts with a little origin story, because I'm origin. always super fascinated. Origin. So what is the origin story of Russell getting into the car business? Okay, here it is. Okay, <laughs> it all started in 1968 when Hot Wheels were first introduced. Seriously, I'm serious. That's okay. when it really started for me. I still have hundreds of them, if not thousands of them to this day, but the red lines, that's where I got my start. I got the fever. And uh, 1985, I decided, you know, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start selling cars. That's what I want to do. So I went to work for Tyson Buick in 1985 in Fort Worth. So 36 years in this business. Wow. About, uh, about half and half. Half on the inside running stores and the other half on the vendor side. Uh, you know, you know, you get yep. it, right, Jason? Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, it's funny that you say Hot Wheels because I kind of got my start in Hot Wheels as well. No way! Um, yeah, one of my one of my very first businesses, I was uh, 15 years old, and I loved going to the drag strip. Like, love, love, oh. love going to the drag strip. And so I, I started a little business called uh, Jason's Pit Stop. I love it. And it's catchy. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and what I did is I set up a table uh, with a tent and a big Hot Wheels track. And I would sell Hot Wheels to all of the kids at, you know, at the drag strip. And you know, if you've ever gone to, you know, these drag strips, these big shows, right? Yeah. I mean, they last for a whole weekend, and people will bring their RVs out. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the it's, event. It's, it's an event. Yeah. It's an event, yeah. and it's a very family event. Like everyone brings their kids and stuff. But you know, the, the kids get bored. Yeah. Right. So I found a way to not allow them to be bored. Hot Wheels, baby. So I sold Hot Wheels, and I sold them at like a. 400% markup. Uh, I and I remember someone come over and go, hey, can you really like live with yourself or selling a hot well for a few bucks when I go buy them at the store for 50 cents? Uh, and I said, well, look, with every hot well gets you 15 minutes on the track and I'll watch your kid. Here's $20. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's great. But say, listen, those red lines to this day from back then, I don't care the the wheels all uh, jacked in, the paint all faded. Some of them are worth hundreds and hundreds. They are yeah. worth oh, some yeah. big Do you have any of those, Jason? I do not. In fact, yeah. I sold all. Yeah, I don't either. I sold all. <laughs> I don't either. I wish I did. Well, yeah, we got some topics we're going to discuss okay, today. Okay. Now we'd kick off our first topic around marketing. Marketing. And, you know, it, it's, it's a cool topic, but it's so broad, right? It is. And, you know, I know you got a fix-up background, so I thought it'd be kind of fun to maybe kind of jam a little bit about, you know, some fix-up marketing. Yeah. Because it's the department that will produce the most amount of profitability. Indeed. But get this much of the budget. That's it. That's it. And why is that? Don't really know. So that's uh, why <laughs> Fixed Ops was created. Uh, almost two years ago, we decided, well, what is the next big thing out there? So, you know, you look at websites today, Variable's got all the, all the juice, right? Yeah. But the money's made in Fixed Ops, yet there's nothing on the website, hardly anything, static image or, yeah. 
nothing in there at all, no specials at this time because it's something that needs to be managed. Well, the stuff we created does it. No usernames, no passwords. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to drive more oil change traffic. 75% of the dealership's traffic is that already. So what, what are we doing, Russell? What are you doing? We're helping create additional lines per RO by educating the consumer with video content. So all of our coupons have embedded videos. Oh, yeah. okay, I like that. Yeah, I good like stuff. That. So I mean, that's, that's a cool strategy. Now, um, for, <laughs> well, for, for a lot of people though, video is, is scary. Like, I mean, honestly, they, they don't want to hit that red little button no. and get started. No. So how, how do you help the dealership create content? Okay. So first of all, we have our own content. They don't okay. really get involved. It okay. is automated. So w one of the things I talk to dealers about, Jason, and I always want to know, here's what it is, right? They're bombarded all day long, mm -hmm. variable and fixed vendors. What is it? What does it do? And what's in it for me? That's what they really want. So if you saw the fundamental challenge that all of them have, I don't care if you're fixed or variable. In this case, we're talking about fixed is you don't have to spend any time managing it. I'm in, I'll listen, what you got, show it to me. So they understand everybody's watching video content, right? Yep. Who's gonna read a three or five minute, uh, you know, dissertation on oil change and the difference between uh, conventional, semi-synthetic and full synthetic and why they're pricing, you know, disparities. Well, they're not, but they'll watch a 35 second video. Oh, for sure. No one's, oh, gonna, yeah. no one's gonna read that article. Yeah. No, the search engine will, but yeah, you're yeah. good. Well, there's some, Jason. Oh, there are some out there, okay. <laughs> but no, that's what we do. And uh, we the, the placement on the website, we make sure it's under the specials, which is the second most visited content mm -hmm. page, right? where all four of the dealerships profit centers are located. So we want to have an impact on, on the variable side of things because let's face it, COVID changed everything. Oh, 100%. Right? So not only that, so yeah, okay, Russell, you have this aesthetically we're delivering the right content, the right message at the right time. Here's the thing. We want to make it easy for the customer to convert the way they want to convert, okay? Yes. They can text, they can email, they can print, they can get directions, they can make a phone call, they can fill out a form. All of this inside of the coupon while they're there. You don't want them clicking, right? Yep. After three clicks, boom, exponentially. So that's a little bit about what we do. That is super cool. I would Thank say, you. you know, you're 100% right though. I mean, a lot of things have changed right yes. now, right? Um, so I'm curious, if you were to pick your top three marketing strategies, you know, for the, the, you know, just for the current environment, okay. what would be those top three? Well, uh, one, whether you use my company or not, your, your exposure or customers finding what they're looking for on your website is important. So let, yeah. let's talk about the top level nav on a website, right? Okay. If there's more than seven items in the drop down when you hover your mouse over it, you cause a lot of anxiety. So I'd say clean that up. Get, okay. get rid of some of that content. Make it clean and easy, right? So less is more, yes. not more. Uh, the second thing would be um, get involved in uh, like email marketing. You look at the defection rate after three years in fixed operations, it's extremely high. There's a lot of things. We don't have time to go into all of them, but email marketing, which is another thing that we actually do. Uh, I think you should send one to your inactive customers once a month. Yeah. About 1% convert, come back into the dealership. And it, listen, you don't have to offer some 1995 oil change. You don't have to do that. It could be a regular price, right? Sure. It's all about value and perception, right? Yep. Uh, and, and then uh, another email to your active customers. Those are just a couple things that that I would recommend. Well, I, I love the fact that you're segmenting that out. And if anybody's watching and listening right now, that's a really, really important note. I find too often um, on both the variable and the fixed side right. that uh, when we, we start putting out like an email campaign out there or something like that, we, we use this really stupid word, mass, like mass email. And it's just like, let me just grab 
all 10,000 people from my database and hit them up with the exact same message. And that's just... Yeah, let me think about that for a minute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it, no. makes, it makes me feel special. Yeah, okay. Got it. It makes me yeah, feel I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> but, but that is true, though. I mean, look, with email marketing, and, and my company does a lot of email marketing, you know, the more personalized we can make Absolutely. it to that person. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, yeah, I love the fact, look, haven't seen you in 12 months. You know, uh, but even for the people that are due for service, I would even push people to even split those out yep. into a few groups. Like Absolutely. You got someone who <laughs> services with you on a regular basis, you don't need to offer them a, nope. a discount, but but offer them some like an, an, an added value, you know, maybe a discount off of a detail package that they wouldn't normally take, you know? Yeah. I, Jason, I think most people, at least on the service side, as long as you're not bombarding them, yeah. they're not gonna opt out. Yeah. Okay, they don't mind getting them. Now, if, you know, if you bombard them all the time, yeah, they're gonna opt out. Yes. But segmented, yes, absolutely. Uh, I guess the other thing is this, um, Toyota, I guess for the last year, they changed their strategy on CSI. Now it's uh, two visits a year in ret for retention in order to get that money. Mm. So I think a lot of manufacturers are starting to move to that model because they, they, what is it? Uh, 12.32 years <laughs> is the, the vehicles on the road today, right? So. Yeah. Uh, People think that um, recommended maintenance is, is a dirty word or they have to explain themselves. So would you rather follow the guidelines of thousands of Nissan Maximas coming in every day being serviced or do you do you not want to do that and wait for the major repair that cost you the moon? Exactly. Right? Exactly. So, All right, so what would be number three? Uh, I had a brain fart. <laughs> we got two good ones out yeah, there. Uh, I love the navigation one. I wouldn't even think of that one, but you're 100% right though. It's just it's just too much. Too yep. much clutter, too much yep. to look at, you know? I mean, think about it. We're all shoppers. Yeah. Everybody's online. It but, needs to be aesthetically pleasing. It needs to draw them in. It needs to be yeah. sticky. Uh, there needs to be- no, Nobody likes too much. No. I went, the other day, my wife sent me out to go get some black beans. I get there, there, there are eight different kinds of black beans. <laughs> Why? Oh. Why, Russell? Why do we well, have eight different kinds of black beans? Well, um, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm sure there are just, some reasons, right? I'm sure there is. Yeah, too. I just well, no idea what. But no, it's great. I I can't think of what the third thing is. Like I said, I had a. I'll figure it out here in just a second. But well, let, let's let's go a little farther into the website okay. since we're kind of on that topic, okay. right? Uh, because you know, the one thing that I have noticed over the last you know 18, 20 months, 24 months is the, as a dealer body, I think we are spending a lot more time or attention to that online experience. There's still a lot of dealers that need to get there, but I've seen a lot more yeah. and that excites me. So what, what have you kind of seen kind of some of the big changes you've noticed around dealer well, websites recently? Here's one of the biggest things I've seen. Okay. I remember a few years ago, cause I had another company previous to this and we used to do websites. We got out of the business, the margins were too low and the maintenance and the headaches were extremely high, right? Yeah. It's like, uh, there'd be a turnover in the management team and then, oh, you got to go, this is the website company that this is, they got it all. Nobody's got it figured out. No, no one person. So dealers, I think have slowed down on that because here's what they realize. Nobody's got it figured out 100%. Yeah. So websites, uh, this is, this is, um, uh, stolen material here, I guess, but websites are like a dog, Jason. <laughs> okay. Okay. You can't just put it up. They got to be fed. They got to be yes. played with. They have to be watered. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they have to go in for shots. They need to be bathed. I mean, they, they need all these things in order to have a healthy, maintained animal. Websites are the same way, aren't they? Uh, yeah. They, they totally are. No, I mean, I, mean I, I think, you know, for me, a website is that 
Well, it's the first experience. It you is. Know? It's the first impression it is. that I get. And that first impression then starts to generate the experience that I'm going to perceive of that dealership. And, you know, I think too often we don't spend enough time trying to decide what perception we would like them to see. Instead, we just kind of let it organically happen. True. I think that dealers are starting to... I, I, it's rarer today than ever. Dealerships have slowed down on switching website vendors. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're getting more involved. The second thing is this. If you have to shut three or four pop-ups down before you can even oh, start. Geez. Oh, come on. I mean, it's it's drain bramage. I won't work it's, with a client if no, they want to do pop-ups. No. <laughs> it's just, it's it's sensory. People don't like it. They get it yep. everywhere. Everywhere yep. they go. So, yes, you want to, uh, less is more. You want to, it, it's the first in, uh, interface that a customer has with how your your dealership is represented. Yep. Almost like a receptionist when she answers the phone or he answers the phone, right? Gotta yeah. be politically correct here. You, I mean, this is the first experience they have. You keep them on hold for four minutes and bounce them to the wrong place, it's horrible. If oh, you have five sure. or six pop-ups and then you finally get to the page you wanna go to, oh my God, Jason, there's nothing there. <laughs> there's nothing there. I mean, it's just, yeah, dealers are figuring it out though. So if you were to you know, sit down with the dealer and say, hey Russ, you know, give me some ideas. Like, you know, there, I mean, I understand, okay, that my website's like a dog. I, I, I need to work on it. I need, okay. I need to feed it. I need to take it for walks. Okay. I need to train it. And I need to develop it to sure. be a good dog, sure. right? And so what would you say, you know, you know, three or four things that they can focus on or make changes to it now to just make a better experience? Okay, one thing is the specials content page. Not me, heat mapping shows okay. that it's the second most visited, clicked on page next to inventory, right? Yep. So let's don't have it on the far right-hand side because people read, uh, you know, top to bottom, left to right. Have it before new or pre-owned because you know that's going to be the number one clicked on or right after new and pre-owned vehicles. So that would be one, yes. uh, one recommendation. Yes. Two, let's make sure that all four of your profit centers are really there. Yes. And that there's content there <laughs> for them and that there's they, a way. They all have a fair share. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, they, and, and make it easy for them to engage and define what they're looking for. Now, most of the time under the specials content page, you don't have more than four or five things in the dropdown. Yes. But it's the other tabs. Uh, you know, you got parts and service and you got new and used inventory, yet you have specials and you have coupon specials for parts and service too. But let, 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 come on, I, I see 15 or 20 <laughs> things in there. I mean, I mean, doesn't, it causes anxiety. Customers don't like it. Uh, this is what they've told us. You can do the research and find out. Seven, maybe eight. No more. If you do, you're losing them. I love that. Clean that up. That's okay. a good one. What else would you throw on? Um, let, let, let's start, uh, let's start uh, marketing to your customers the right way. Mm -hmm. Segmented. Okay, I hear. Just oh, like yes. what you're talking there we go. about. Okay. I think that's very, very important. We think that customers don't like to get it because we get bombarded with it all the time. If it's relevant content, and listen, everybody's got to service their vehicles. If it's true, the average life of a vehicle now on the road is 12.32 years. I don't know where the 3 2 12 years. That's, that's okay? an interesting one. Yeah, it yeah. is. I heard that though. <laughs> had, to, yeah, had to espouse that. Uh, but yeah, so, okay, so people are keeping their vehicles longer, the chip thing. This is where all the money's made. Um, let, let's let's have a good showing. Let's well, let's, good let, show. let's create a relationship. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, let's connection. You know, um, more recently, I've been in some meetings with some big dealer groups where they are talking about quality over quantity of uh, reach outs and conversations. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And, and and as a marketing you know marketing team, like I love that. I'm like. 
hell yeah you know so what we, we you we don't have to email text message and ringless voicemail and send up smoke signals no. every two and a half days what <laughs> but see that's your forte that's what you do you educate and yep. for now if they're listening they get it right yes. it's just getting the dealer's attention that's because they're is. bombarded all the time that's what it there, is there's some really great tools out there there's some really great talent out there to go along with the tools but you, you can't sign up for everything you can't no. do everything you got to be selective okay but you, you need to there's a lot of great technology and it's evolving so fast you owe it to yourself i get it yeah right you got to pick and choose but you need to, to not have contempt prior to investigation as much as possible, or you might miss the next big thing because it's not happening every four or five years. It's happening every other month. There's yes. something new, exciting, exhilarating coming out that you would want to be a part of. So let me say this. A mentor told me a long time ago, Russell, an opportunity is not an opportunity when everybody thinks it's an opportunity. They've <laughs> yeah. already missed it. Because right, everybody that, knows it, right? That's true. That's so true. Let, let's be open to, I mean, this is what this whole thing, no, this I, is I what like you that. do. I like that. That's actually a really good strategy. I mean, I see some of the most progressive dealerships that I've worked with um, have meetings that are literally dedicated to being proactive. Yes. So in this meeting, no conversation about anything that is currently going on or, or, or has already passed. The entire meeting is just dedicated. And we're not, I'm not talking like a six-hour meeting. I'm talking right. about a 45-minute meeting. Sure. All right, but every manager has to bring something that they've either recently learned about or it was an idea of theirs or something that they've noticed that they can be more proactive about. Those are the dealers I want to be associated with. Oh, Those are the dealers yeah. you want to be associated 100%. with. 100%. That's where it's all about. 100%. So, yeah, you, you, you got to get out of your comfort zone. You can't go where you want to go remaining where you're at, right? Absolutely. And we, we heard this old adage, everybody's heard it, the definition of insanity is keep doing the same thing, expecting different results. Exactly. Okay, well, you, you, something's got to change. <laughs> something's no got to change or you're going to keep getting the same thing. So just like us, you know, we deal with a lot of people. If I see what somebody's done for the last 30 days, I can almost predict human behavior what the next 30 days is going to look like, mm -hmm. except for really a few things. At least this is my experience in making changes in my life. Who I associate with, mm -hmm. what I read, and what I listen to. That's, that's that input true. creates new output. So, so what are you reading or listening to right now, Russ? Uh, a book called The Four Agreements. The Four Agreements? Okay, I'm, I haven't I'm, heard that one. Okay, it's a great, Don Miguel Ruiz wrote it. Uh, it's just, it's really profound stuff, but it all goes back to my the, my, the book, the very first book my mentor told me to read. And I said, he said, I want you to read this book. And he gave it to me. I'll tell you what it is in a minute. And he said, I want you to read for 15 minutes. And I said, oh, I can do that. No problem. He said, no, 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 listen to me. It's a little harder than you think. I don't want you to read 13. I don't want you to read 17. I want you to read 15 minutes and put it down. And if you do that, and, and, and we have some subsequent follow-up meetings. I promise you that within a year, your life will transform. I said, okay, I'm ready, right? When the, <laughs> when the teacher's ready, the student will appear, whatever, yep. uh, vice versa. I said, what it, Dale Carnegie, how to win yes. friends and influence people. That's a classic. And oh yeah, then it was Napoleon Hill, yes. and Think and Grow Rich, and Ogmandino, and all those books. This is similar to that, but it's understanding the psyche of speaking your words impeccably, which means uh, without sin about motivating and elevating and loving people where they're at and seeing the best in them 
And if they don't have anything to offer you, they're like branches on a bare tree. Uh, au contraire, don't go there, right? Because yeah. the branches are bare. Um, love those people where they're at and move on down the road with people that have substance that, that are thinking like, like we think. Yes. We want to keep moving. We want to keep evolving. Keep moving forward. Right. Keep learning. Keep evolving. But how do you it's, do it's that? Mindset. Well, it's a well, mindset. It is. So, so think about this. It's going to sound kind of crazy. But right now, you and I are some total at this moment of everything we've ever seen, heard, read, and done. Yes. So the only sense. way to get something new is we have to start right now today. Do it now, right? Yep. Input new information like you and I are exchanged right now. It's great. I love it. Thank it, you. It is fun. Right? Yeah. It is fun. Well, you know what? Talking about kind of, you know, new and progressively always moving forward. Yes. You know, like the fixed op side of the business is not typically well known for doing exactly that. Nope. But there are some big changes currently and on, on the horizon yes. that I think can, in, that can impact the fixed ops department in a big way. I would love to kind of get your take on where do you kind of see the future of the fixed ops department heading? <laughs> it's almost gonna be front and center stage. So instead of being an afterthought on the website where you can't find content, yeah. you're gonna see much more of it playing into the recommended maintenance. You're gonna see much more. Now th this isn't, I don't even know where it came from, but it sounds good. Okay, that by next year, which is a few months away, that over 80% 80 of consumer consumption will be video-based. So people, yeah. people want videos. Everybody's watching videos. I don't care if it's, you know, Twitter, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, you know, TikTok, whatever. It's all out there. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think you're going to see a big push for that because dealers just now are starting to figure out that that's where the money really is. The chip shortage has really helped. COVID has really helped. Well, it has because it's it's forced us. Well, it's it's really interesting times. I mean, you think as an industry, you know, for for a lot of dealers, we've never made this much money. That's right. All right. So with less vehicles. Found, with less vehicles. So we have found a tremendous amount of profitability through in, through efficiencies. We have. And you know, I mean, that's that's the core of every good fix ops department out there is efficiencies. Right. And now you start seeing that trickle trickle in. But I actually still think they're even more efficiencies to be found. There is. Here's one big one. You've probably already heard this. Um, uh, I hear a, a lot about it, but uh, dealers got to get into the tire game. If you if you <laughs> have, if, if you're if if you're thinking, oh, we don't make any money on tires, you're you're not thinking long game. You're not yeah. thinking long term. You're not going to make money because you got the discount tires out there. You got the national brands, but listen, they do hot shipments every day. They don't have everything in stock. But if you're not getting into that game, I, I don't know what the numbers are. I think it's pretty close. But 67% of people that you sell tires to yeah. uh, are, are, are going to come turn right around and buy another newer pre-owned vehicle from you. Okay? you got to get into the tire game. If you service everything else but you don't get the tires, this is where the defection happens. Because they think they can go to the Pet Boys and the Valvolines and, and the Christian Brothers and, and you know Firestone and Goodyear, right? Yep. Uh, because for every single franchise dealer, for those maybe you don't know, there are actually, not mine, NADA numbers, that there are 16 non-franchise entities. Yes. You, 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 you want to talk or, about competition? Yeah. You, you think the sales department's got competition. Yeah. That's competition. Exactly. 16 of them out yes. there all around your, your dealership. It's like they know dealerships have been sleeping at the wheel. Not anymore, Jason. Well, I, I'm excited for that because I, I got to be honest with you, the, the worst term that I, I, I hear around this time of year is tire season. It makes me just... Why? Why is it a season? There's no season. No. Tire sales happen 
all the time. Yeah. Now this is real common where I am in Canada, right? Okay. Oh yeah. The white right. stuff. You, you do the switch right. out stuff. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah. Like where <laughs> where it's like we have this tire season. So tires is never a conversation until right around right now right. October, right? And you know, and the displays come out. And then they're up for a few months, and then the displays go away. They're missing you know? it, Jason. Oh, right. So, so let's let's dive a little more into that. Okay. What have you seen? You've probably seen some great best practices around around tire cells. What what are some great strategies? Well, some of them. As soon as you, there's some really remarkable technology out there, where as soon as you drive into the uh, service drive, mm -hmm. you drive up on this thing, it automatically checks the alignment and the and the tread wear and depth yes. uh, uh, of your tires, and sends an instant uh, automated report to the service technician so they can consult and advise the customers about the wear and tear. Not necessarily to get the tires right then and there, but to let them know they need an alignment. This is a way to increase their lines mm -hmm. per RO. They have alignment problem. You're, why get new tires if your tires are wearing like that? You got yes. camber caster problems, you, 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 you need to get alignment. Then let's talk about it. Maybe you got enough life, you do a rotating balance or something like that if they're not staggered. Mm -hmm. Maybe you got enough life to, to make it until your next service interval, but then be prepared, you're gonna need tires. And then you, you set up a schedule where they get something prior to the next service scheduled visit talking about tires uh the the skews that you keep in stock it's not a bloody fortune no you just keep a handful of skews of the most commonly used if they want something beyond that or something you know abnormal or something you can get it in 24 to 48 hours just like discount tire can right well you, you can and it's also a great place to really kind of you know customize that message and that marketing Absolutely. message to it because you know no one wants to get a an email blast of you know your tire promotions they want to know <laughs> that hey we know that you're driving that 2011 hyundai sonata that's right like it, you you really can connect with them on i think on tires and absolutely i know it sounds it sounds corny but I, tires is the way to the consumer's heart <laughs> but, but advisors they're it's changing okay it, it's a, oh yeah it's so a, it's pay a, structures and everything else right. kind of go along with it right huge I, paradigm like, shift yeah absolutely that, that is one thing that always dumbfounds me and i get you frustrated it's like oh we want to get serious about the tire business and then i mean you'll go okay well cool let's take a look at your pay plan but why why what what what, what are we gonna look at my pay plan like wait you, you just said you're serious <laughs> about yeah, right are we, oh, oh, okay. are we serious about that so like i am i am totally surprised by how many sales departments do not uh pay commission to the salesperson for selling a set of tires uh that's a great point Right? That's something to look at. Yeah. yeah, so no, we're serious about getting into the tire business, but you were last year and the year before, so what happened? That's right. Okay, definition of Sandy, right? <laughs> exactly it. Hey, Russell, I know we're getting towards the end yeah. of our, our, end oh, of our podcast, great. and this has been a lot of fun, uh, but for anybody out there that's watching and listening right now, and would learn to love, or would learn, would love <laughs> yeah, to right. learn. That's what I'm trying to say. Would love to learn, you know, more about yourself and the company, and maybe even continue this conversation. Sure. What's the best way to connect with you, uh, Russell? Uh, two S two L's at fixedopsmarketing.com, or you can call me on my cell 903-819-5253. Check us out. We got a lot of great content on our website, just fixedopsmarketing.com. Or email Russell at fixedopsmarketing.com. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, Russell, thank you so much, Jason, man. Appreciate this has you, been brother. A lot of fun. Good to see you, sir.